uh, Mike has helped me in ways that probably none of you can even imagine. Everything that I've ever been through, gone through, he coached me through every single moment. And, you know, I owe him a ton, a ton of gratitude for what he's done for me and also what he's done for senior life. You know, Mike had started out in the insurance business in the early 80s, about 1983, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I asked Mike to send me a little bit of a bio just so I can make sure I get the dates right. And his text message response to me was that he's a dumb old country boy from South Georgia. So you see what he gave me to work with today. <laughs> so he got his insurance license in, in 1983. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he worked for the Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company as a salaried employee, making a, a six-figure income and doing very, very well. Um, he always knew Dale Powell, Ron's father, and um, he saw the success that they were having, and he came on over to work with the Powells in 1994. Uh, Mark start, uh, Mark, Mike started off as an agent with the company, um, slowly but surely kind of worked his way up the ladder um, as a manager, as a regional manager, as a regional director. Um, he also is one of Senior Life's original shareholders, so he was actually right there day one, with Ron and Dale Powell. Um, Mike is now retired from Senior Life. I'm not quite sure exactly how old he is. I'll leave it up to him if he'd like to share that to you. But Mike, you know, is basically three quarters or semi-retired right now at a very young age. Um, back when Ron Powell got hurt, Mike Harper played the role of CEO, of president, of the head of the board of directors. He basically ran Senior Life Insurance Company for several years when <clears throat> Ron and Dale were just kind of out of the game because Ron had gotten his accident and got paralyzed. So, you know, a lot of where senior life is today, you know, we owe a big debt of gratitude to Mike for stepping in. You know, he gave up his team. You know, all that money that he was making is, you know, an override of his very large – he had the largest team with senior life at the time, and he gave that all up to come on inside and run the company. And then he took on the role as a director of agencies, I want to say right about 2010 – right a little couple of years before I got started, and he was there responsible for helping all the RVPs grow and build their respective teams. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Mike Harper, a um, great friend of mine, great mentor of mine, and he's going to share with us a little bit today of, you know, uh, a, a particular topic that he chose and how he thinks he can help us all out. So how you doing, Mike? Hey, I'm doing better than anybody, brother, just living the dream. It's all hey. good. Hey, I appreciate that kind intro. 99% uh, of it was correct. Uh, only thing is I never was an employee anywhere. Uh, I've got out of the employee situation since 80. Ooh. Well, I guess it was. Uh, they did give us a little base, but it was mainly commissions. Uh, I wouldn't accept just an employee situation because you limit yourself. Never understood why people want to limit their income. Uh, but uh, I appreciate the kind words. You know, guys, I, you know, I... I don't mind sharing with you. I did kind of what I call semi-retire. I still work some, uh, not as much as I used to by any stretch, because I've always worked. Been one of those guys who worked seventy plus hours a week, and but I did slow down. I'm 58 years old now, so it is a little earlier than what most people do. But that was kind of my game plan when I came on with Dell and Ron, was to get to the point where I could slow down while I'm still young enough to enjoy life, enjoy the grandkids. And, you know, and but I'm still in the business, and I love the business. You know, I don't know that I'll ever completely retire. Now, for me, going part-time means I'm probably working 30, 32, 33 hours a week. You know, for most, a lot of agents, that's full-time. I, I consider that part-time. But it's, you know, it's just a fun business, and I'll probably always be in it. 
what I want to share with you all today is how to get there. How do you get to where I am? Because what happens is people see the glory, but they don't know the story. And what you have to do is write your story. And what I did, and, and, and let me start off by preference and, and saying this, any success that I've ever had, any accomplishments that, that I've ever reached, and, and everything in my life that is good is because of God. And I give him all the credit and all the glory. Um, but with that said, you know, what I did is I had good mentors and good coaches, and I followed their instructions. I remember the my first week in the insurance business. A gentleman by the name of Leroy Little was my first coach and mentor. And Mr. Little was showing me how to do the turn-in report, you know, that we did each day and each week. And I said, what happens if I don't have a sale there? He said, you're fired. And he was dead serious. You don't sell, you're fired, son. You go a week without production, you're out of here. A lot of people think that was harsh. It's the best thing I was ever told. You know, prior to then, I, was, you know, I grew up on a farm. I was tired of chunking melons over the side of a trailer, cropping tobacco, hoeing cotton, tossing peanut hay, you know, for $20 a day. I wasn't going back to that, so I got my tail out there, and I got sales every day. There's no reason not to. And I can honestly say, and I've been in the business now 35-plus years, that I've never gone a week without production when I was out doing production. I've been in roles where I, I'm not able to do that, you know, with the company. I just didn't didn't have time to do sales, but I've never gone a week without sales because Mr. Little told me what was going to happen. You should put that type of, uh, you know, expectation on yourself to do the same thing because there's no reason to not produce every day. And that's where it started. We're in the sales business. It's personal production. We know the years rocked along, and, 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 and I did well. I walked away from a six-digit income to come on board with Dale and Ron, and I sat down with Dale, and I said, Dale, tell me what I need to do to be successful. And I'm going to give you the Dale Powell. This is the Dale Powell system, the Dale Powell formula. Dale's been a great mentor. This is what he said to do, and I think he would tell you that I followed that system to a T. I didn't change anything. Nowadays, everybody wants to change everything and find an easier way. Folks, there aren't any elevators to the top. You've got to take the doggone steps. You've got to walk up the staircase. And, and this, is, this is how you do it. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is personal production. Now, when I started out, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I was working six days a week to get my personal production in because I struggled to start with once it clicked. And I knew I could get my, you know, enough business written to clear a couple grand in three days. Then it's time to start building. So when you're ready to start building a team, this is the steps. Don't start building a team till you can do what I'm about to say. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you get in your 15 presentations, no matter what. If you've got to start at 8 in the morning and work till midnight, it doesn't matter. You're going to do 15 complete presentations, 15 complete presentations, in five in three days. Now a lot of people say I can't do that. It's too hot, it's too cold. You know, normally they say, you know, my leads weren't good enough. Folks, it's been about eight weeks ago I had a guy that lives about three hours from here. 
I met him halfway, an hour and a half away. It was an hour and a half north of me, and it was nothing but a rural area. It was a spur of the moment. I called the lead department and said, get us up some leads. They said, we don't have anything. All we have are some old follow-ups. They're about three years old. I said, well, send me ten of them. They sent them to me. I went and met this guy. I was with him six hours. I had a function I had to be back at that night. In six hours, we did four presentations. Two of them were off those three-year-old leads. Two of them were off the neighbors. We cloverleaf the houses. That's how I did it. We sold the two that we clo- that we presentations we did on the cloverleafs in one of the leads. We wrote $1,800 in six hours on three-year-old leads. So don't you even think. And I hadn't been out and done that in five years, so don't even think about saying you can't get in five presentations in a complete day. It's like falling off a doggone log if you believe in what you're doing. You have to believe your, believe in yourself. But Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is personal production when you're ready to build a team. Personal production. You try to have a new agent in the car with you every day on every sales call so they can see you. That's how they're going to really learn. And you're not only teaching them how to sell, you're teaching them how to work. In this country today, work ethic is kind of a thing that has gone by the way. You need to teach these people what they need to do and what the price they need to pay to have success. But Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, personally produced with a agent with you. This is what Dale told me. Thursday, you get back in the car with an agent, any agent on your team, that you know has worked hard all week and has had a slow week, and you help them make money. My goal every Thursday was any agent I needed to work with, I helped them make a 1000 bucks. Didn't always happen, but that was my goal. That's what I went after. Now, when you first start out, you might not have any agents that need help. If you don't, then do, use that time for recruiting and development. And Friday is for recruitment and development. Then Saturday, I went back. If I had another agent who didn't have success, I went out and helped them. And I rode with them in the car on Saturday and helped them make sales. You know, it's kind of funny, Doug. One time, I remember Saturday, I'd left out and I'd driven about... 45 miles and stopped at this little country store. I was passing by. I was going to stop there anyways because Russ Davis, who started a week after me, his dad owned the store. And I stopped by that store like at 7 in the morning on a Saturday. I was going to Jacksonville, Florida, and that was on my way. I had about a two-and-a-half-hour drive to get there to meet this guy. And, you know, we were meeting uh, about 9 o'clock, so I had to roll. So I, I got there, and he told me that Dale, Ron, Russ, and Mitch Connor. Four of our managers plus me had already been by his store that morning on the way on Saturday to go help agents. Folks, that's the, that's the story nobody knows about. You see the glory, you see the big build, you see the wealth, but that's how you get there, and you've got to write your story. But to do this, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is personal production. Thursday and Friday is for recruitment and development. Saturday, hopefully, is for your family. But if someone needs you, you go. Folks, that is the Dale Powell system. That is the system that went from two guys working in a garage with no generational wealth. And I promise you, Dale had no generational wealth, none. He was a mechanic when he got in the insurance business. He was a son of a large family, grew up just outside the housing project. 
That's the Del Pal system that created Senior Life that I personally bought into and plugged into and believed wholeheartedly, and it worked. It'll make you a millionaire. I promise you, it has me. It has several people. It can put you where you want to be. But there's another part to that. When you get to the point where you're going to build teams, and that's how you're going to become a millionaire and build wealth in this business is by building those teams. That's where it really gets at. But there's a philosophy that I have, and this is my philosophy. I think it, probably a lot of other people have adopted it. My philosophy and what I try to coach and mentor and teach people to do is if you want to reach your dreams, help others reach theirs. Put your dreams aside. Focus on helping other people reach their dreams because if you help other people reach their dreams, you will surpass every dream that you have ever had. And if you stay focused on that, this isn't work. It's fun. It's exciting. And it's a blessing to watch other people succeed. But before you can do any of this, the first thing you have to do, what most people have to do, Dale Powell had to do it, I had to do it. A lot of people have to do it. At some point in time in your life, you've got to make a choice. And the choice you've got to make is that you're worth it. You have to decide that you deserve it. You have to believe in yourself. You see, nowadays all you have to do is turn on the TV and listen to one idiot on one side of the aisle or the idiot on the other side of the aisle, because they're all a bunch of idiots up in D.C., tell you how bad it is and how hard it is and how you can't do it and how you can't make it. You need to quit listening to that junk and realize we're all created equal. We have an equal opportunity. We're all starting out the same and in, in where you end up, your mental attitude will determine that more than anything else. It's how you believe in yourself. It's how you view yourself. And folks, if someone else can do it, why can't you? What's the difference? The difference is the way you think. Heard somebody say, well, it's the territory's difference. The territory's difference. I said, you're right. The territory is six inches between your ears, and you're obviously not working your territory correctly. You have to believe that you can do it. You have to get out there and get excited. Never, ever, ever doubt yourself. When you get knocked down, get back up and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going, and you will get there. But you have to stay focused also. Quit every other week trying something different. It's real simple. I never have once changed in the 24 years I've been in final expense what I do. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, personal production with an agent watching me. Thursday's helping an agent, and Friday is development. That's the process. Now, you will get your team to the size to where that changes a little bit. But until you've got a team doing a couple hundred thousand a month, that shouldn't change. It should be that way every week without fail. It's consistent effort. If you do that, what you will experience is Kaizen. Kaizen is a Japanese word. 
that is listed in every business in Japan. They have it on the wall. Kaizen means gradual, unending improvement. Kaizen. You will experience Kaizen. You will have gradual, unending experience. You'll have it in, in your team's growth. You'll see it on the production bulletins. You'll see it in your income. And that consistent effort, what you're going to see, is you're going to see it in your personal life too. You're going to become a better person because you become focused, you become consistent, and you believe in yourself and you realize your self-worth. If you don't get anything else out of what I've said today, I want you to listen to this last bit, and I'm going to turn it back over to Doug. Be a winner. Don't accept anything less than your championship. You determine the level of success you want. Get your path to get there and go get it. Y'all are so fortunate to have Doug as your business partner to help you reach your dreams. As Doug said, as Director of Agency, I work with all the leaders across the country trying to help them. And I can honestly say there's a bunch of them that if I was on the call with today, I wouldn't say this. And I'm not calling any names. Doug could probably pick them out because he knows some of them. Y'all are fortunate to have Doug Blake as the person at the helm because I know I've had conversation after conversation with Doug when I was in my former role about you guys and you ladies and his concerns for you. It wasn't about him at all. It was about you and what he could do to help you be successful. Believe in yourself, get focused, follow your leadership, you have great leadership, and then go out and be a winner. That's all it takes. Doug, I hope I've shared something that helps folks today, and I appreciate you having me on the call, brother. Well, thanks so much, Mike. I really do appreciate you coming on, man, and it, it, it definitely brings back some great memories of some conversations that we always had in the past, and it was just great to hear your point of view again, you know, for some people that are on this call um, that have been with us for a while, you know, know exactly what I'm talking about. Some people that are uh, just kind of getting go with us or, or weren't here when you were in your role and, and got a chance to work with you, you know, first time I got to hear from you. And it was just, it's always a blessing to have you uh, share a little bit of what's on your mind with all of us, man. I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate welcome, you saying man. some nice things. I, I think that's probably the, the the first time you said something nice about me. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, you know, you told me he's going to send me a, a a gift card to Applebee's if I said something nice. So I thought I'd try it. <laughs> no, no, awesome, I, I, I've been watching you. I've been watching, uh, seeing how you uh, have been advancing with your weightlifting and stuff and your workouts. And I don't want to. I don't want to make you mad, man. You look rough now. <laughs> look like you could hurt me. I uh, hear you. Well, Mike, if you don't mind, I'd like to see if, if, if maybe someone has a question or two for you. Absolutely. If you don't Absolutely. mind me answering the question. All Love right, to. cool. Anything. Well, guys and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if anybody has a question uh, for Mike, I'm sure there might be a whole bunch of people shouting at it at once, but you can all go ahead and unmute your phones and uh, I guess just kind of ask Mike whatever question that you'd like to if you, if you want. Hey Mike, this Good is Rick. Just a quick question. Yes. Did you ever, did you ever give a go at, at telesales, or were you always out on the field? You know, yeah, I've done telesales, uh, and 
Uh, you know, I've done field sales. I, quite frankly, I had success at both of them. But you know, I'm a field guy. I'm old school, and you know, I I, I like doing it, doing it kind of the old school way. Uh, but you know, I've, I can get on the phone and do it if I if I need to. I just prefer sitting down with people, you know. But uh, I've and, and there are people that I know that do three hundred thousand plus every year, year after year after year, doing it on the phone. But like I said, I'm kind of an old school guy. I like getting out of the field. That's the way Dale trained me to do it, and that's what, and that's that's the way you do it. And uh, so, uh, it's a uh, that's just my preference. But you know, you can do it either way. Cool. Okay, thank you. No problem. Anybody else? Hey, Mike. Yes. I don't have a question. I just want to say hello. I still love you. This is Ralph. Hey, Ralph. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic, man. It's so man, good to hear from you. Sir. Hadn't talked to you in 10 forever, my man. <laughs> I know we are. It's always good to hear from you, sir. How you too, brother? Good. Thank you. Hi, um, good morning, Mike, Mr. Harper. Hello? I can hear you. I don't know. We didn't lose Mike, did we? Hey, hey, Mike, are you there? I'll be long, dude. I'm going to be long. I'm looking for He'll call back if he, if he did lost. And... Okay. Yeah, it looks like we did. Uh, his call had dropped, maybe or something. Uh, maybe he got a little excited when he heard Ralph's voice and uh, hung up back. <laughs> You've met that well, way. I'll, I'll I'll give him a minute to jump back on. I'm sure he would. Yeah. In just a second. Other than that, how's the weather in plantation? How's the weather in plantation? <laughs> Weather's great. Weather's great. Clear skies, no clouds. You know? Yeah. Nice and cloudy over here in Miami. So what do you guys think is the, while we're waiting for Mike to get back on here, uh, what do you guys think the uh, the contest is? Anybody have any, any, any ideas, any guesses? That's a concept. Okay. No one knows that. No one has any any ideas. No guesses. What do you think it is? Uh, it's the best costume. The best costume. All right. That's probably that you mentioned costumes. That probably Halloween is probably the best day to go door knocking because you know everyone's gonna answer the door whether whether they want oh, to or yeah. not. You know. <laughs> yeah. I have to it. You know, the funny thing sometimes, too, about South Georgia, where Mike's from, you know, he lives right down the street from the home office, and sometimes you just get those bad cell phone receptions. I mean, I text him, and, and it doesn't even show that he read it, so I don't, I don't even know really kind of what happened there. So, sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Anybody have any questions for me, maybe, about Mike? I'm, I mean, I know a lot about him, and a lot of what he went through on his journey, but, I mean, anyone do have any questions about him? How long he did was he like Mark. Oh, what's that? Uh, how long did he stay in the role of CEO and then transition back to 
um, having well, Ron, transition? Did he get his team back and his overrides and everything back? Well, Mike, when Ron got hurt, I want to say it was July, 4th of July weekend, if I'm not mistaken, in 2009. <clears throat> so that's about when um, he came on in and kind of took on that. So at that time, you know, he was juggling a million different things. You know, he was running the company, plus he was running his team. Um, so once Dale and Ron, really mainly Dale, because Ron was truly out of the business for four or five years, where he didn't even walk through that front door of that office forever, um, obviously, what he was going through. So when Dale kind of came on back to work, um, being that Mike was doing such a good job inside, at that point, they made him the director of agency. So I want to say he did that. He ran the company basically for around about a year, around about a year. And then once he took on the role as as, um, director of agencies, his – his team got kind of broken up. Now, Mike at that time had the largest team with Senior Life, you know, and he was spread out really all over the country. And a lot of the current regional vice presidents were his highest level managers. So what they did is when they moved Mike up to director of agencies, they just kind of made a lot of his highest level managers, regional vice presidents, at least the ones that were kind of in these certain areas around the country, and then he kind of oversaw them. You know, he, he never, like you said, he never got a salary. I thought he did at the Florida or at the Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company. I, I, I don't know why I thought he did, but he did. But at Senior Life, he never got a salary. So he just would make his, his pay was a small override off of everybody, basically. That's how, how he was compensated for, for them. So he kind of overseen all the RVPs and made a little something from them when, you know, obviously he had to give up his team to take on that role. So he, he kind of gave up his team, but he didn't because he was still kind of working with the same people just in a different fashion. Does that make sense? Yep. Because at that point, uh, the gentleman by the name of Mitch Connor, who, who you know, Joe, is now back working at the home office. He had also retired right around that same time that all this was going on. You know, so basically it was, it was Mitch, Mitch Connor and Mike Harper – that kind of battled back and forth for the top spot basically every week, every month, every year. You know, they had the biggest team. So that's – they kind of consolidated, and that's kind of how that all happened. But, you know, he was and is Senior Life Insurance Company's first millionaire that, that was created by working the system. Um, you know, like you said, there is several others that, that, that are here currently and, and have came through, but he was the first one. You know, he, he followed Mr. Dell's system, that 90-day game plan. It's basically the same exact thing as we all know um, that he explained it. You know, he, he, he's a product of following that system long-term, really and truly. You know, and to be able to retire. He said he was 58, so he retired, I want to say, two years ago. So he retired right around 55, 56 years old, done. You know, and like I said, he still works, but – I mean, this is like this, this. This this business is like golf. I mean, you could do it till you're 90 years old. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. You can keep going. He just took a big step back. Got it. Anybody else have any questions about Mike or him coming up and everything like that? Now he did make mention that you know some some people are doing 300 a year on on the phone. Now, that's with a team, or is that personal production? That's personal, and you know a lot of them, for an example, like, you know, Becky Dunham, uh, Becky. most years, uh, you know, Brett Cohen, 
Michael Pozo, um, a lot of those guys are even that younger, that newer girl that just started with us not that long ago. I forget her name. Christine. Hi. What's her name? Kristen. 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 You know, people like them. You know, they're all just you know between I'd say two hundred to three hundred thousand just about every single year by themselves without a team. Got it. Any other questions? Well, I appreciate everybody being on the call today. I hope everybody got some good stuff to take away. Um, you know, Mike's a great guy, and he has a lot to share and a lot more things. And, you know, I'd like to start having him participate in our conference calls a little bit more often. Um, we got a great lineup over the next couple of weeks, um, having Mitch Connor speaking here in a couple of weeks, uh, having Joey Faircloth next week talk to us about how he collects, we call him the ASAP king. There's not one deal that Joey Faircloth doesn't do um, that he does not get ASAP, never, never accepts or allows the post-dated business ever. And he sells everything right over the phone. Um, he's not so much in personal production currently. A little bit he is, but he's <clears throat> you know, got a good team built. But when he was doing personal production, all up until about a year ago, um, every single deal that he did was nothing more than just ASAP business. He never let someone post-date a deal further out than the Friday of that very week that he was selling that policy in and always wrote, you know, a significant amount of premium. He actually holds the record for Senior Life Insurance Company in selling over the telephone and in the field. I don't think anyone's even done it in the field either, but has wrote over $25,000 of premium between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and half a day Thursday, all on the phone. Nothing but ASAP business. So he's going to talk to us next week and then Mitch Connor the following week. So a great lineup coming up, guys. Again, great incentive I'm going to push out tomorrow. It's going to start on Friday. Um, I think it's going to be a, lot, a really fun time. It's going to be a type of contest that, um, you know, we are going to, at the end, find a winner. But all along the way, every single week, someone's going to have a chance to win something, which I think is going to be fun, you know. So it doesn't really make a difference, you know, if you beat someone like Mark or Sonia or Lionel or whatever, or you lose, or you're still going to be able to participate every single day, every single week for the duration of the month starting this Friday. So it's going to be a really fun time. So I'll let everybody go now. I know it's a little bit past nine. Um, if anybody does have any questions for Mike, I'd ask if you could maybe email me or text me, maybe some personal question that you want, and I can email it over or text that to him that he can respond to, um, you know, through text or through email. That may help a little bit and just kind of go from there with that stuff. So sorry about that. Sometimes the guy's technology uh, beats us up a little bit, but I think we had a great call. I know we did. Got to hear from a great mentor of mine. Um, so have a great week, guys. Again, remember, lead orders are due today. So if you haven't yet, please send those orders in as soon as possible. And I look forward to seeing everybody finish up this, this month strong. And I love that picture that Mark posted on, on Telegram with me holding up the number three. That's kind of funny with three more days left. So rock and roll, guys. Have a great day. Call me if you need me. Talk to you soon. Let's get them. Thanks, Doug. Thank you.